you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. That's hooey and applesauce. Three words for that. Ooh, blah, and blah. When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. Oh, it's gangbusters. Damn a shake in NFL. In NFL and Dave. Damn a shake. Football fans, your old pal Dave Damashek here. What's going down? Welcome to episode number five of the Dave Damashek football program. As always, along for the ride, my pal and yours from NFL.com, Adam Rank. What's the poop, fella? Hey, Dave. Thanks for having me. Appreciate sure thing. It. Got a lot to get to. There's Go ahead. You got something to say? Great show. No, great Don't, show. I, 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 there's, there's absolutely no time for small talk, sir. No. We've got we've got a show chock full of jazz to get to. Like I say, episode five, who wore that number best in NFL history? I guess Paul Horning, but Easily. you know, I well, you know, you would think so, but I looked it up because mm-hmm. they're all if you, if you Google, you know, what player wore uh, a number best. Obviously, we're not uh, reinventing the wheel here with uh, with with doing this. It, it's funny. It said Donovan McNabb wore it best. See, uh, uh, Sports Illustrated when they did this. Is that for real? Said Donovan McNabb better than Paul Horning. <laughs> That can't be right. Well, all right, settle down, fella. <laughs> How is that right? Well, it's not right, but I'm surprised. Isn't that strange? Who would think that? I don't know. You, in fact, you 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 took issue with the fact last week that I said uh, Donovan McNabb's on his way to the Hall of Fame. You don't Actually, even think uh, that's true. There was a guy who tweeted me, and he wanted me to add. He's like, wait, you didn't agree with that, did you? And I sent him a no I'm like, no. 
Well, I, it, well the, he the is going to the Hall of okay, Fame. Now, His numbers indicate that he's going. And, and of wait. course, he went to three straight. Uh, was, was it three or four? I always say four straight right. NFC title games. He's going to the Hall of Fame. Okay, I'll concede that he's going to the Hall of Fame under the current rules of the Hall of Fame where four players have to go in every year. He's going to be in TV afterwards. Everybody seems to like him. But if, if it was b- like baseball system, do you feel numbers-wise that he's done enough to go if it, if you just yeah he's got his, he's got uh, some really? of those yeah he's got some distinctive stats that you know what, one what? of those because he, he's he's thrown for a 30 grand and he's everybody does that now all right well i'm just telling you what his numbers are his numbers warrant that uh, go into the hall of fame and you know but, a great runner everything else but he's, he's not one of the like, i don't want to get into the whole thing now i told you we got a chock full a show chock full of jazz this is i was just breezing past this issue. i don't want to breeze past all right let's see. it's important I, I just think that the hall of fame should be reserved all right, I got I, 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 look, one in the air all right that's it i'm just that's a warning shot for you the hand solo edition blaster that's it that's your warning i don't want to talk about this and, and that's the end of the conversation sir now let me just say this the best number five is, of course, Joe DiMaggio. I don't think we're going to argue with that one. But um, I, McNabb or Horning isn't going to compare with that. No. Brooks Robinson, George Brett, Albert Pujols. Ooh. It's a good number. Yeah. But those single digits are, are pretty rich. Hey, let's bring uh, somebody else in in on the conversation. It's our uh, our producer pal, Necktie Milner. What's going down, Milner? Hi, Dave. Good to be here. Yeah. Pleasure. Pleasure. Pleasure's all mine. Um, How are you? Any? I'm, I'm great. All right. Good. I'm excited about this. Chock full program. No thoughts on number five? You didn't have anything? Uh, can I say Jeff Garcia? Okay, I'm sorry. No, Trent Edwards? Okay, sorry nope. I asked. My <laughs> fault. Let's move along. Um, there's a lot going on with, uh, of course, we, we this is, uh, you know, we're a banner NBA finals and mm-hmm. a banner Stanley Cup finals, both going down as, as we speak here. Chaz Barkley, who, by the way, I think that um, it's worth noting he is probably the funniest retired athlete of the last quarter century. Is that fair to say? It is. Eric Eric Dickerson was kind of funny, but I don't (laughs) think it was intentional. Yes, he was pretty funny. Yes, I mean funny on purpose. But the funniest athlete, or at least superstar, um, going was Shaq Fu. So we have to take a moment to uh, tip our hat to, to Shaq Fu. And people didn't like him because he was a wiseacre. But right. the funniest of all time is the greatest of all time, Cassius Clay, Muhammad Ali. True? Absolutely. Yeah, he's the. He, I mean, you ever go back and watch him, his rhymes and everything, he was hysterical. Although, if he was doing some of the stuff he was doing back in the 60s and 70s in the, in the puritanical um, 20, uh, 21st century, everybody loves to get up on Mount Pius. Can you imagine if he was doing some of that uh, gorilla stuff with Joe Frazier now, the the scorn he would receive? What if he get... was on Twitter back then? <laughs> <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> um, but the funniest, the two funniest athletes, not that anybody asked or cares about my opinion, but Tory Hunter is, you know, star, probably mm-hmm. the funniest guy going in sports when, when now. He's, when he's up with runners in scoring position, he's hilarious. And uh, <laughs> he is a very funny fella. I like him. And the, the funniest non-star by far and away in my book is uh, Brian Scalabrini. I, I, <laughs> Big that's Red. A, that's right. Listen, I kibitzed with him on more than one occasion on the air, and uh, what a delight he was. In fact, admitted to um, admitted that the the night that the Celtics won the title, that uh, he he 
got drunk on champagne because he hadn't eaten anything. During the game? <laughs> Wouldn't have made a difference, really. He, I, that's what I I said. That what he is he? Does he show up like five minutes before the game? And just I told of... him the same thing. He, you know, he was he was boasting about having a ring, and uh, I said, you know, for the record, you what? contributed as much to the title as uh, as I did, so I may as well get a ring too. <laughs> and he said that is that's absolutely irrelevant because he will have the ring, and five years from now he'll brag to people that he played significant minutes, and people won't remember. In twenty years, he, he'll have been. He can claim to have been a starter, and in you know, and in forty or fifty years, he won the MVP, and no one will be the wiser. <laughs> he's right. That's and he's absolutely right. But he bragged that he uh, he got drunk on champagne because he didn't have anything on his belly. He had forgotten to eat something all day, and he drank champagne. And then he walked into an international press conference. You know, the throngs Big of people red. because they were waiting for Kobe Bryant. He was drunk. Uh, was Scalabrini. He walked in and sat down and, and just started talking drunk and for, for all the world to see. I thought that was marvelous. That's amazing. And he's got more rings than Carl Malone, so that makes me happy, too. Yes, yes. Um, so, But what Chaz Barkley had to say was that he thinks the Miami Heat's uh, fans are the worst in, in the league. And it made me think, I, I mean, that's true. I think everybody, does, that's why people don't root for them. If I have to choose, it, it, you know, I, I, I objectively, I have no rooting interest with uh, the Bruins and the Canucks. But I, I side. You're not rooting for America? Uh, I guess so. So you're I, rooting for the Canucks? Well, it's not. I, I don't. I don't feel. Well, like, listen, I, I got a bit of flack from from uh, from the online world a couple of years ago when I rooted for Kid Crosby in Canada. Versus the U.S. of A. in the Olympics. You did not. Well, I didn't. I, what I wanted was because it was uh, the caveat is I, there's an asterisk next to it. I'd rather the USA win, but if Crosby can be a significant, can be the significant contributor to Canada winning it, then I'd rather see that happen. And uh, that's exactly the I way it went. You scored, I they it. scored the the golden goal there. For I it. can hear two eighty right in a memo today. I know right there's going to be one in for that. I think because Drew Doughty. I mean, I want him to do well, but I don't want team. I'm not rooting for Team Canada. Well, Drew Doughty, of course, is an L.A. Kings uh, de- uh, banner defenseman. I just I don't want to lose people because uh, yeah, a lot of people I, don't I follow the sport. I'm sorry. Yeah. That would have been obscure for most people. Yes, Milner? Yes? Oh, you're raising your hand. No, you're, I'm not raising my hand. hand. What's up with your tie today? It does, why doesn't it reach your belt buckle? What kind of look is that? Necktie, Milner. You're just, now you're just making lies. <laughs> um, so, But I was thinking... Uh, the other way around, the worst fans. I was thinking, what is the worst team to be a fan of? And I hope that uh, I, I hope it should go without saying that you, if you're born to a city, that that is your team. I don't, right. I don't like these contrarians who go against that that rule. I mean, it's really a fan conduct policy issue that if you're born into a city, that's the team you're stuck with for better or worse. I don't mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't like the Yankees. I my heart almost goes out to Yankees fans that that's the team that they're born into, but that's what that, that's that, Could they have been Mets fans? They could also, uh, well, no, not if you're born into a Yankees household though. Mm. Right? I mean, you got to kind of have to adopt the the old man's team, don't you? I mean, I, I don't think you're really again, unless you want to be a contrarian. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't buy into my old man's teams. Is that right? Well, I've, it's an issue that I've that I've debated long and hard. Is uh, you know, be, my my kids being born here in in L.A. If I mean, I'm going to require the one requirement I have for them is that they must be Steeler fans, especially, you know, that's that's an easy one because there's no football team for now. Yeah. Here in L.A. And, you know, who knows? Yeah. If the, if, if if L.A. got a football team next year and two years or whatever, 
then I could see maybe the boy, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damischek maybe taking to that team. But, I, I you know, that's going to be a tough one for me. But I feel like it's a form of emotional child abuse if I required them to be Pirates fans. Or mm-hmm. is it now that the battling buckos of, uh, of <laughs> Pittsburgh, the lumber company, have achieved the 500 mark? Brandon Wood, has been, the, he's been the... The linchpin, right? Yeah, no, he's still batting under 200. But <laughs> how about for the first time? I unironically, I feel, I feel. Uh, speaking of uh, emotional child, uh, uh, emotional abuse, I'm so I, I've been so destroyed by the, my, my my dignity has been so destroyed by the Pirates after 18 years of losing that uh, that I unironically am am busting with glee that they're 500 in June. That's that's right. that's sad. You know, that's damning with faint praise when this is uh, an exciting time. But either way, the point is that well, that's another team that's been terrible to root for. What is the worst team in the NFL to be born into? You know, because mm-hmm. I, I you know speaking of the state of Florida, I would not want to be. I think that might be the worst one is the Jacksonville Jaguars. If oh, only you're because my, you're how my dare you taking my answer? What's wait? What's wrong with the Jaguars? I don't like that. I think it's I think it's Jacksonville's Jag- an awesome town. Why would you be that way? I've never been to to the fair town of Jackson- of Jacksonville. City Plus, aside, no, not, well, that's not, everything. What do you not, mean? Well, that's no. a, the jerseys aren't that great. The well, that's my beef. That's you, that's can get, jer- you can get the special edition black one. The they deal have, breaker for me is is having to walk around in that teal. I wouldn't want to do that. They no. don't have a lot of history to fall back on. I mean, who was your you, best player? Mark Brunel back in the day. But how many people have rooted from a te- for a team right from the beginning? I've been. Uh, yeah, that's kind of cool. That's, I, yeah, that's pretty awesome. You know, and plus they're Jacksonville. So you go to any bar around the stadium, there will be Leonard Skinner, the pride of Jacksonville, on sure. the jukebox. Well, that to me, that sounds not it. bad. I guess. Well, but then, uh, of course, Skinner takes a backseat to the Allman Brothers. No way. <laughs> of course, that's true. no. That's not that's true at all. That's no. yes. What? What's, you no know what? what? No what? Skinner's Nectar. great. Skinner. Skinner. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not arguing about Skinner. Skinner is is pretty good. I, I, I'll even go so far They're as to say good. good. I'll, I'll go so far as to say to put them in the good category. But the Allman Brothers, of course, are Listen, truly great. I don't want to uh, talk bad about them just to make my point. But come on, Leonard Skinner. Come on, Leonard Skinner. Come on. I feel that's all I have to say. A man, <laughs> a man who makes a, a man on. who makes his way in the wor- world with words comes up with. <laughs> come I don't want to argue, but Leonard Skinner. Well, I got three come words on. for you. Here are my three words for you. Eat a peach. One of the five great uh, rock and roll records in history. If I, you know, that that, that old, you know, Let's what records do you take man. with you if you're on a desert island? That would at least be in my top ten. You know, I that, should put that list together, too, because, again, that's something the world cannot do without. What records uh, Damashek has taken for life? I, I, I'll go with that one. I'm going to go with uh, Built to Spills, Perfect from Now On, for sure. I, 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 I got to sit down up. and do it properly. I don't want to just— I don't either. But it was weird because we were in a bar this last weekend, and if you follow me on Twitter, you will know because I was talking about it. My friend and I, we put three Skinner songs on, mm-hmm. on the jukebox— not a single one of them was Freebird or Sweet Home Alabama. I got to think that's the first time that's ever happened ever. Because anytime you put a, you know, because it's a joke about the, the Skinner rot blocks coming up. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's the third song besides Sweet Home Alabama and Freebird? Well, we did it. We put on Simple Man, The Ballad of Curtis Lowe. Give Tea me for three Texas. steps. 
And we didn't even get to those. Ooh. And it got me thinking, too, because it was one of these huge contraptions. Like, I don't know if this meant, uh, meant anything to you when you were in college, but there were places that would have good jukeboxes. Mm-hmm. And usually it was just songs. And then somebody, they started they coming out where they'd put entire CDs on a jukebox, and you're flipping through, and there's an entire CD. So there was a bar by the campus of Cal State Fullerton that had the Mother's Milk CD from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Sure. And we would go there, and then while we were watching Lakers games, when the Lakers would win. When the Chili Peppers were still a halfway decent band. Yes. Right? And then you could go put Magic Johnson in and on the jukebox. Mm-hmm. And it was a big allure. But now with these downloadable satellite-based jukeboxes, you can listen to any song any by anybody at any time. And I know, but you say allure. that as though that's a negative. Isn't that good? It is, though, no, because there was an allure to it, like, oh, we got to go to LJ's. Because they have a great jukebox. They've got, you know, they've got a, you know, Lou Reed. I can go listen to Satellite mm-hmm. of Love. Now, any any bar can be like that. Uh, well, I know, but you're saying, again, it's that's really not a negative. You're like the curmudgeonly old man who complains about, like, ah, this, uh, this cockamamie online newspaper business. I need the tactile pleasure of a newspaper in my fingertips. Yeah, I do. But it, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't know why he, as do I you, did that, he, he slowly turned into a Hungarian man as I was doing it. <laughs> on my you, fingertips, I tell you. But no, that's you, a pirate, actually. But I, anyway. I don't know what a but, Hungarian sounds like. I'm sorry. <laughs> but do you want to take a laptop into the restroom with you? Fair point. Touche. Touche. You win this round. Right? <laughs> a good point. Um, so, so is that a good convoluted argument for Jacksonville? Uh, come on! Come you, on! You, ha- you one thing's for certain. One thing's for certain. You did not make a good. <laughs> the 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 world over has this uh, has the uh, all song. Uh, I don't even know what you're talking about. That I've never seen this jukebox that exists. You've that never ever, seen it? I get. I, I don't know. I I, I find I went, like the CD thing that you can see entire albums in theory, but it is a little bit. Now I'm going to be a curmudgeon and complain. It does take a long time for if you're with somebody and they're like, hey, give me some coins so I can go find some music on the jukebox. And then and then they don't come back for another 48 minutes (laughs) because they have to scroll through every album and make their choice. Deep cuts. Yeah, it really. Yeah. But it takes them forever as though it's the most important decision in the world. And, you know, so it's like, you know what else I don't like in a bar? Here's something else I don't want in, in the bars that I inhabit. Golden Tea, the video game. Uh, people love Golden Tea, but I, I'm not a fan of Golden Tea. But if you're with people who like what it, about Shuffleboard? say goodbye to them for the next two yeah. and a half hours because they're Golden Tea in it for the, you know. What, 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 do we come here to to have some booze and some uh, some dandy conversation, some some good back and forth, or, or for you to roll the scrolly ball? It's good yeah. for about two, three holes tops, but when you put the whole twelve dollars in like to that, pay yeah. eighteen holes, it just it and that's not. And, and by the way, the Rolly Ball based video game. That's not that uh, Golden Tee doesn't make the list of uh, best Rolly Ball video games. The, the best Rolly Ball. No caterpillar. No, no that not caterpillar. What? The, <laughs> how old are you? You, you, are, you really prove that you're 11 all the time. No centipede. Do you mean centipede? Oh centipede, yeah. Wow. My bad. Missile command. The old there was an old X's and O's football game that was always like a table kind of a game. You know, mm-hmm. you had to sit down to play it. I like that one. But the best of them all, track and field, mm-hmm. for the record. Oh, yeah. okay. Remember track and field? I do. A lot of different disciplines required there. Sort of like uh, <laughs> Tron. You know, Tron. Yeah, not one, not two. I think he, as a matter of fact, four different disciplines required of the Tron video game. Remember the Star Wars video game, and you had the oh, dial. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was a great game. Yeah. 
Tempest also had the dial. Mm-hmm. Boy, I, so I think we've settled on uh, Jacksonville's the worst. <laughs> so, no, I, got, I got a good one. I got a good one. Recent Cowboys fans. Say you're eight Why? years old. Follow me here. Say, Fancy say you're, new stadium. Say you're, say you're eight years old. You've been born since the history of the Cowboys and all their Super Bowl champs. Now you're born into the Tony Romo, Jessica Simpson's allure. They're not winning Super Bowls. And everyone hates you. That's it. I, I, I see where you're coming from. It's, it's like a good, being it's a, a Yankees fan. In the, if you're a Yankees fan in the '80s, you you, you know, and you're uh, yeah, and you're 15. Yes, you feel like. As a matter of fact, I went to Indiana University, and I get there in. I go from uh, uh, 88 to 92, and they got close with Cal Chaney and that mm-hmm. and that gang. But they don't win a title. It is the same sort of thing. I, I feel a little gypped. I, I mean, felt a little gypped by the time I left there. Like, yeah, Coach Knight wins a title every <laughs> by, at longest. It takes him five years every time to win one. I never got my ring. I never Ooh. got my ring. I felt that. I like I say. So instead gypped. of instead of Troy Aikman, you've got Tony Romo. Instead of Michael Irvin, you've got Des Bryant. And and yeah, they're... but still, you get a fancy new stadium. That ain't bad. Yeah, you know? but, and, but and... you're not winning, and everyone hates you, and you don't have Super Bowl rings to show for it since you've been alive. I think an eight year old Cowboys fan right now is uh, a lot is of people. Bummer. You know, here's the thing with the Cowboys, though. To go back to the contrarian thing. Um, I, you know, two, I, two chief examples that I have here, you know, cousin Sal, who I work with at, uh, at, uh, the Jimmy Kimmel, uh, program, mm-hmm. he, um, cousin Sal born in New York. So is he a Giants fan or is he a Jets fan? Neither. He's a Cowboys fan. Oh, that's a, that's a dyed in the wool contrarian. You know, that's somebody who's, who's, who's trying to make trouble for you. <laughs> my, my chum, uh, growing up, David Gefsky, he's another one, Pittsburgh PA. Right in the midst in the 70s. You know, Steelers are winning titles. And uh, who's he root for? The Steelers, of course, right? He's a kid. No, no. He decided to go with the Cowboys. How dare you? But you know what? Good. Because uh, the fates got him. He got smote by, yeah. the, by the football gods because he's on the wrong side of history now. Who took how, care of well, business? He how, rooted for the wrong team. But still, and that, I think that's all you need to know, children. If you're <laughs> within the sound of my voice, don't you see? Let David Gefsky be an example to you. Be, let him be a cautionary tale to you. Because you go and do that contrarian deed like that, that's what you get. You, 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 you're on the wrong side of history. You have to sit there and watch while all your friends are cheering for the Steelers. In fact, I remember, now that I'm thinking about this, he uh, he cried because um, I because in uh, 1979 or January of 1980, mm-hmm. um, the Steelers advanced to the Super Bowl to play the Cowboys. Everybody thought they were on their way to play the Cowboys. Or actually, this is the divisional round. They were on their way. The Steelers were on their way to the Super Bowl. Um, they they had to get through Houston in the title game still. But then, uh, but in in Cal in Dallas in Texas Stadium. Billy Waddy and Vince Ferragamo. <laughs> Vince Ferragamo. They beat them in the final two minutes. I called David Gesky and laughed at him. <laughs> ha ha, you lost to the Rams. And I hung up. And then uh, 10 minutes later, apparently, his mother called my mother and said, that wasn't very nice. And David's now crying. <laughs> and I had to call and apologize for no saying, oh, way. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Well, Bill's fans. <laughs> Well, that what? yeah, that's a that's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's you, tough. You, you, the lovable losers, four Super Bowls, didn't win any of those. Now they've got some pretty <sighs> AFL looking uniforms to wear around. But the Bills fans just seem like great people, and I think that the game day experience. Would I'm not be talking so about fun. the people. 
It's part of it. No, I'm saying I think it's good, though. I think there's it's a badge of honor. Now, Red Sox fans have taken it way too far with all their, you know, devoting television shows. Here's how you know Red Sox fans are obnoxious. That, yes, that that the story is about the fans rather than the team itself. There's an actual there was an actual TV show where Red Sox fans would uh, would reminisce about watching games together. You know, it's a, it's, it's a little uh, self-important. If, if you're, wait, if you're gotta, born wait. into the Bills fan I know, but it's right a, now, to stick with them, it's kind of it's cool. No, no, no. All right, it, but what about a recent no. one where you're not, you're not following no. the Jim Kelly team and you're wearing no. the hideous uniforms they have now? Can you... Can you well, I don't claim like those. the badge of honor. Yeah, no, you're right. Those those are arguably yeah, but the worst you could have worn a, You could have worn uh, an old school Joe Cribbs jersey or something. You're fine. It's a great town. All right. So what's your answer? Right. I'm going. Jazz. So what's your answer? Bay Area. Bay Area. What? Who would, if you're a kid who is growing up recently and your choices were the 49ers or the Raiders, have fun with that. San Francisco may Terrible be stadiums. Our, San Francisco may be our loveliest city. No, in, no doubt. In our nation. No doubt. Well, so then what would be bad what about is being your, what born is your in argument? Nice uniforms. I like that. Rich That's history. Great. Rich history to, to you know get behind. Explain Celebrate why the it. Bills would be worse than the 49ers. Why? Or sorry, why the 49ers would be worse to get born into than the Bills. A terrible stadium. Uh, your team's terrible. So are the Bills. Uh, you have Alex Smith. They're swooning a little the bit fans, now. But I think that the 49ers The fans are, are terrible. Does anybody show up? Does anybody go to 49er games anymore? What are you talking about? I, I, I've never been to, to a game. I've never been to one, but I I, I mean, I they're, all, they're, they're stereotyped as a wine and cheese kind of yeah. crowd, tailgating-wise, but there's a certain... Uh, Certain. I mean, listen. I would, that wouldn't be in, my pleasure, but I could see there being something fun about that. You know, what a, a classy one. You know, some nice finger foods instead of. Listen, I'm a man who enjoys a wiener. You know, at the ball game, a bratwurst, if you please. But um, the 49er fans are great. Speaking as a 49ers fan, but what kind of food do what? they serve? Yeah. If, they, if if they don't serve wieners uh, off the grill and such, what? Uh, who says they don't? I, because I'm say, I'm asking you, as somebody who's been to the games, what is served up food-wise there? Outside, I mean. Are the people out there drinking wine or are they having a can of beer? Both. All right. What kind of food? Cheese? The typical tailgate. Cubes of cheese? The typical tailgate food. Yeah? It's it's standard. That... Standard fare. What's the thing with what the, is... what's the, thing with the uh, nut with the bacon wrapped around it? <laughs> what's that What's that appetizer? And the pigs in the blanket or the right, little right, hot right. dog wieners. I don't like those. I don't. What do they get? Like I don't even. But who goes to Forty Nine er game? What do they get? Like ten thousand each game. You know what I don't like they, about like, what's always driven me crazy for my entire life is uh, those empty seats because of the way the candlestick configures the baseball yeah, game. for the baseball bad. games. I don't like those. No. All right, but you were saying. You could, as a Bills fan, you could yeah. wear a throwback Joe Cribbs jersey. Sure. Why couldn't you wear a throwback Joe Montana jersey? Oh, you could. So it's still keep you're, going. You're, you're ridiculous. No, 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 your, no, your argument so far is the stadium sucks. The Rank. stadium and the fans are terrible. Rank. This is. It's uh, always your, your pronouncement that the fans are terrible. I, I I don't know that I can go along with that. And the Bay Area, you're sitting in the in. I mean, it, it, the Bay Area is classic fall weather 365 days a year it seems so, so i mean that's that's one give me a summer what? i'm not talking oh, about that i'm talking weather. about going to a football game what i love is when it gets crisp i love the air when it gets nice and nice and cool and that's that's why all dome teams would be terrible i, I wouldn't want to root for any dome team i don't the want vikings? To, 
I guess we're missing the obvious because I guess St. Louis would be in there. I'm not going to the theater. Yeah, <laughs> see, yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not going to see a show. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to for a musical. I'm going to see a football game. It's a badge honor. That's why the Bills would be a good team to root yes. for. Yes, go, go, st- sit out there in December with the snow falling and and, uh, and 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 a minus sign in front of the temperature. That's that's you know that's putting yourself through something as a fan. I'll, see, re- the I'll bills- retract my bills. I'll retract my yeah. bills. Yeah. But retract you have it. to retract your 49ers. That's not ridiculous. a chance. Listen, the Bills. And the Raiders even. No, listen. The ridiculous. Bills are football fans. The Bills, they're hardy people. They're, they're football fans. They're there to watch a game. The 49ers fans, they're a bunch of beatniks. They, nobody was really? there in the 70s. Really? Nobody was there in the 70s when their team was terrible. They all jumped on the bandwagon as soon as Joe Montana was there. And then once once they started going through the Jeff Garcia era, they were out. How many, games, goes, how many games in Candlestick have you been to? Too many. Too many. Ranked the there was at least. What a all right. All right. I Bills say, are off the table. Okay, how, not, many, okay. how many? Not, a, not more than 10. But at least five. All right. How much does these damn hippies? How much does history of a franchise play into this equation? What do you mean? How much does the history of the franchise you get born into play into the equation of I worst didn't exactly team you get born plot into? This, plot no, I'm this, asking right. We're coming to ask you right. out for this. So I'm you're sitting there. Right. You're going to go there to me for the forty? No, none. So no history does not play it a part matters. at all. It, it part of it matters. But it also it's got to be kind of a bummer too because you're like oh look our team was really good at one point we cared we had an you owner shut that down cared. my Cowboys one then we had an owner that cared it's almost like being it's almost like being one of those uh, Bruce Willis uh, Demi Moore kids I see where you're going Milner it's it's that syndrome of you know you just because your parents had it good doesn't mean that you get it good and that would be that would be <laughs> extra bad you know kind of thing like if you're rumor Willis and you're and you look like that you know you you must just look in the rumor mirror and Willis. think and think, think like what did I do to deserve this you know what I, I look, look at look at my lineage you know my uh, both my parents are a-list stars because of their because of their good looks and everything and and this is this is the this is the mug I'm stuck with you know it's the All same right. thing. Say so, if you're a 49ers fan, it must be bad. Like Joe Montana, Steve Young, even Jeff Garcia. Yeah. I'm here Alex watching Smith. Alex Smith. <laughs> new 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 head coach, new stadium in the works. Does that play a part into it at all? You mean the one in Los Angeles? It's the one in Santa Clara. Oh. When's that gonna get built? Yeah. I'm never. I, I'm never. done with this conversation yeah, because it's it. ridiculous. San Francisco 49ers are would be I was in the saying, top would be in the top five best teams to root for. Are you for. kidding? Me? Thank can, you. There are five teams. There are at least five teams better to root for. Well, uh, well to be born into, yes. Well, of course, easily I, win, winning who? teams. I mean, obviously, who'd be better to be root? I just want to hear. I want. Okay, who's first it? of all, I would say everybody. Everybody. Bears are fun to root for. I lived in Chicago. Okay. Bears, Bears, Browns, Brown. Right. Yes, okay. Browns. Then you got to be in Cleveland. Yes, Cleveland's gotta, awesome. Gotta, oh, you're out now. No. Don't even, don't even talk. Browns. Yes, they're Bills, on the wrong yes. side of the border. They're okay. on the wrong side Bills, of history. Chiefs. There's nothing okay. good about the Browns except Keep their going. uniforms. Are you and, done? But, I'm just telling you that that <laughs> the Browns would not be a good team to root for. Why I'm would not, you want to root I'm for a, that team? The same reason you would root for the Bills. Had to go through all Great. that your all argument. the torment of them moving and everything, and now they're in your division. That they not only does your team get get taken away, but then you have to play them, and that team beats um, you all the time. That would be awful. That's, that's terrible. A, that's a football fan, though. Huh? Those are real football fans. Well, the dog are real pound, football. The fans? Browns fans. 
fine. I'm just they're, telling you a, a reason why it would not be fun to be a Browns fan. <laughs> Imagine your the ghost of your team comes in and whips you every year. Badge of honor. Badge of honor. Yes. All right. You it's don't a humiliation. You know, that's you know what? Not every. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Dave. Not everybody is born into the Steelers. I'm sorry. What some, if, no, no, no. Some people. What if you dated a beautiful woman? What if you dated a beautiful woman for a while <laughs> and you were madly in love with her and then she dumped you? And then, and then every once in a while, like once a year, she came in and uh, stood over you For upon your bed in the nude, and she, and she did a suggestive <laughs> dance over you. But you, but you couldn't touch her. You weren't, a, or no, worse yet, Does Joe Flacco no, come brought, to Cleveland and do her, a dance. She brought her new, she brought her new man, and uh, and, and while you lay next to the two, <laughs> be more of them, graphic. They made sweet love on each you other know, while you had to watch. Listen, Is that listen. what you want? <laughs> You, you just have a great time. How quickly you forget. He's a massive beginning. No, no, no. Beginning of the podcast, you were talking about, I'm over the moon because the Pirates are above 500. That's what it's like to be a Browns fan. Peyton Hillis gets on the cover of Madden. That's their Super Bowl. And that's great. That's right. And they go to the games. It's a great stadium now. It gets cold. You like the crisp. Hey, listen, fella. I like the crisp weather. You know, you like, like all that stuff. And Cleveland's an awesome it. town. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want to root for the Browns? Well, Cleveland's an awesome town. What your worldview is is hard to is hard to figure out. What do you got? Listen, gonna... I hear what you're saying. The, the the lowered bar is what you want. I I get it. You know, as I because I always say about Major League Baseball. I've said it a million times. I'm going to say it for the million and first now. I think that I wouldn't want to be a Yankees fan because then you uh, it, it's the it's the same as being a parent of a straight A student. Because if you get if you bring home an A minus or a B plus even once, it's a grave disappointment. You mm-hmm. know the Yankees must win every year, mm-hmm. or you're or it's an awful season for you. Whereas if you're a Pittsburgh Pirates fan, you know, and they get to five hundred, it's the same as having a kid, you know, who's who's a dimwit. You know, like hey, look, it's like having a monkey for it. You know, like C's get degrees. Yeah, listen, that's great. Hey, look, look at look, look at uh, look at what uh, little Mitchell just did. He tied his shoes. <laughs> Celebration, you know. Take him out for ice cream. You see what I mean? So you wouldn't want to root for the Steelers for those reasons. Well, no, Ooh, because they continue to win. Touche. They continue to win. As okay, I, you're I, going I, both sides. I, you're going to take both you sides. You don't tell what to get I'm what. telling you. I, I, I do what I want. I make, the, I, I make the rules, sir. I don't have to live by them. I'm making them. <laughs> now, listen, I'm moving on from this because this conversation is going absolutely nowhere. Half an hour later. L.A. Rams fans got to be on that list. Oh, that's that's just mean to, to do the mm. old man rank. There. How do you feel about them apples? <laughs> All right, I want to say this, but here's what: when but they're I'm, back in two years, we'll see who lasts. I last. mentioned Wiener. I mentioned I enjoy a Wiener at the ball yard. Mm-hmm. What I don't enjoy is uh, is looking at these photos of uh, of Anthony Wiener. You know, he's, I don't. Uh, you may have heard this story since it's uh, it's been wall to wall coverage on uh, on this uh, on this character and his uh, tweeted out photos. Um, but it th- did make me think about the fact that this uh, something that has has been making me loco for about a decade now is mm-hmm. every scandal that breaks. It's it's the month of June marks the 39th anniversary of the Watergate scandal, or at least the arrests for the uh, for the Watergate scandal. And ever since then, everything, every scandal gets a hyphen, uh, you know, a hyphen gate. And um, listen to this. I pulled I pull, I, I, I printed these out here. Do you do you know that we've had since Watergate? This mm-hmm. is an incomplete list, but we've had Monica Gate, mm-hmm. Tasergate, Stripper Gate, Billy Gate, 
Blagogate, mm-hmm. Femagate, Rathergate, Macacagate, mm-hmm. Camillagate, Hot Coffeegate, mm-hmm. Nannygate, two Trooper Gates. <laughs> We've also had Bingo Gate, Fajita Gate, a Dijon Gate, a Corn Gate, a Pizza Gate, a Guzzle Gate, Lipstick Gate, Booze Gate, Hooker Gate, Iguana Gate, Sports. We had with Rex Ryan, we had Footgate, Spygate, <laughs> Bondsgate, Jerseygate, Monkeygate, Indiegate, Tiregate, Buttongate, a couple Granny Gates, Nipplegate. With uh, with and and I'm not making these up. I'm not doing. Go ahead and Google all of these, and you'll see that you'll see many many references to it. You remember, and then remember the whole beer summit with Obama, mm-hmm, uh, with mm-hmm. the because the Harvard professor, African American, was going into his own house, and the police arrested him, and that led to the whole thing. And his name was Skip Gates. The mm-hmm. professor's name was was Gates. And I thought there's too much dignity with the media. The media is not going to go Gates Gate, are they? No way. Go ahead and Google Gates Gate, <laughs> and you will get over five million <laughs> references to it. That's true. Five over five million references to Gates Gate. I want to go look up Iguana Gate. Actually, I thought that had to end. I thought that that's it. You know, it's it, it it's officially cannibalism for it to be Gates Gate. There's nowhere left to go with it. The circle is now complete. And then we start with this Wienergate business. Wienergate. Now that's it. You you cannot do anything more with it. We have Wienergate. <laughs> That's funny. Wienergate. Yeah, it's silly. And I I decree that it be done now. I decree no more hyphen gates. And if Ray Lewis is correct, that football, (laughs) that, 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 our society can't make it. That every that, that there's nothing without NFL. I believe that's uh, I'm paraphrasing what he said. Then don't we have to look to sports and football specifically to replace Hyphengate? <laughs> it's time for a new one. And I was thinking about like here's here's some nominees for you. Mm-hmm. Try these on for size. Okay. A big scandal. A couple of you know about uh, what was it now? Uh, 15, 16 years ago, there was this uh, this uh, USC tailback you know mm-hmm, who, mm-hmm. who got himself into some hot water a little trial little that went on. okay yeah so you know so for in honor of oj and his nickname what what about like let's let's plug in this wiener scandal instead of it being wiener gate what if instead in honor of the oj troubles what about you go with uh you go with wiener juice what about that <laughs> what about that i don't know if that yeah. would fly huh I think it's, it's, I think it's a lot better. It. I don't yeah. know. It's better. Yeah. Catchy. Juice. It's catchy. Juice, juice at the end of all these. You see? Macaca juice. You understand? Spy juice. I like it. And then Monica. And, uh, a more mm. recent vintage, you may have heard Ben Roethlisberger got into some trouble. Mm-hmm. Wienerburger. You know, <laughs> what about what about what about, uh, you know, you have uh, they serve those at the San Francisco Candlestick Ball. Steroids have been a scourge across the sports world. So what if you go uh, Wieneroids? You know, and you had the, you had the, you had the, you, you could go like, you could go with um, the, the, remember the Vikings uh, infamous sex boat? Yes. Yeah, you know, boat. wiener boat. <laughs> what about that? Right. Does that work? All right. I think that works. Um, All of these are more acceptable than gate. Yes. Or the other way you could go is that now wiener becomes the new paradigm. That's the one. We just mm. we start fresh with Wiener. Okay. And then like we had a lot of, you know, Brett Favre was in a scandal, you mm-hmm. know, with his little t- speaking of texting and so on and so or sending uh inappropriate photos. Right. Favre Wiener. <laughs> <laughs> 
What about Tiger Wiener? Tiger got into some trouble. Tiger Wiener. You know, Rex Ryan, I mentioned him. Foot Wiener. Oh. So I think that's it. I, I don't know. We got to figure that one out, but I like it. I think this is a good, I think. I think we're onto something. Yeah. I like this uh, um, quite a bit. So, all right. So the point is no more hyphen gate. And, uh, and wiener it is. We're, we're, we're going to. Wiener. From now on, hyphen wiener. Hyphen wiener. Hyphen wiener. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like Neck- that by itself. So necktie wiener. I wish I would have named my son that. Hyphen wiener Damashek. <laughs> Sounds very German. <laughs> um, all right. So what else, fellas? What, what else do we this, have to uh, kibitz about? Plaxico Burris. Oh, yes. Plexico. You? you remember when it was Plexico? It was, his name was what spelled it? Plaxico, and then it was Plexico. But now it seems like everybody's back Plaxico to Plaxico. Wiener. Everybody's talking about Plaxico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Gun Wiener. Yeah. The, Catching on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I appreciate you. See, Thank that's, you. that's how you. it catches on. You see, you got to use it. You got you to push yourself a little bit to, to make it go. So, um, yeah, all right. Yeah, Plaxico. That's the big story. And um, I was on a shout out uh, to uh, 93.7. Um, in Pittsburgh, I was uh, I was doing a weekly uh, show with my uh, with my pal Filipponi, or I was making my weekly appearance. He asked me a question, and it seems to be the one that a lot of people are asking: Moss, To, Plaxico. Who do you want? You have to take one of those guys on your team, or uh, not have to. You know, the Rams, for instance, could really use a a guy. I don't know that you would regard any of those three as top notch at this point, but I think all of them. Maybe have something left in the tank. Although Randy Moss, a little iffy. I mean, yeah. he played uh, on this uh, uh, among the seventeen teams he played for last season. He, um, I think, he combined to catch about three passes. It's a, he, he was downright bad. He he might yeah. be officially done. So I think for yeah. me, I think I'd put him third. Although Easily. that's pretty. Uh, uh, talk about uh, damning somebody. That you're saying that he's behind. I, I'm saying that he's behind the guy who just did two years in the clink. Yes. That's pretty bad. I don't. Know, I don't know what uh, Plaxico has after uh, sitting around uh, by himself for twenty three hours a day. Well, I mean, Linda Hamilton got ripped in Terminator Two, so if he was on that kind of workout, he might be in good shape. You're right, De Niro, Cape Fear. <laughs> yes, there's a there, there's come a long of... history of coming out, uh, uh, you know, in better shape. Prison jacked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Swole. That's not too bad. Can uh. Now, T.O. is the choice, though, yeah. correct? Oh, yeah, T.O. Yeah. Is, is the I guy you would obvious. want in spite of all the trouble that he may or may not bring. But for the for the record, for what it's worth, he hasn't really caused trouble, uh, unless I'm forgetting something. He hasn't been a troublemaker the last couple of years, right? Unless, unless he dropped, you know, dropping balls is causing trouble. But no, he was a good citizen in Buffalo. He was fine in Cincinnati. As I've told you, too, T.O., Look it up if you don't agree with me. The uh, if if you don't believe me, the second greatest wide receiver in NFL history. I thought we had decided. Not. I thought we decided on Irvin. Oh oh yeah, that was a that was a, a an interesting point you made. Yeah, I like that, and I was sure you were about to say Don Hudson. I appreciate your yeah. uh, your discipline. I know I know where it is. Here's Hudson the thing: Hudson Wiener. That's what we're going to call that scandal. You can't right. stop bringing him up. Can Plaxico? Can he go to the Eagles? Because isn't there Can some? He? I mean, the, there's got to be something in his parole that he can't associate with known felons. So I feel the Eagles <laughs> would be out, the Ravens would be out. Ooh. Is Leonard Little still in St. Louis? Because I guess they would be out. Well, I mean, can you imagine the uh, the the New York Post when the Eagles roll into town? You can predict the jailbirds yeah. are coming. You know, kind of thing. You know, jailbreak. The mean machine. Like, yeah. Um, 
I could see that happening. Listen, as a Steelers fan, I would not mind seeing Plaxico wear the the uh, black and gold once again. That's exactly what that team needs. They they need a nice long receiver like that to go along with all the mites that they that uh, Roethlisberger's throwing it to. Yeah, I like that move. How good would he be in San Diego? That'd be interesting, right? Well, they 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 favor the they like the big guys. Yeah, that would make sense. I don't think there's any chance of that no, happening. It's not but, happening. Um. Yeah, I, I think, uh, but my, I guess my final answer on this is uh, I'm going to go T.O. if I have to choose one of those three guys, these, these ne'er-do-wells for various reasons. Oh, that's without a doubt. He's He has the reputation of, you know, being a quarterback killer, I guess, in a way. And if you look at it, he's like the Ted McGinley of the NFL because these quarterbacks that he teams up with just suddenly disappear. Like everybody goes downhill. He had Jeff Garcia. True. You saw what happened to him, Donovan McNabb. Uh, who is the guy? Who is Trent Edwards in Buffalo? Now Carson Palmer's like, you know what? After playing with, I'm done. I'm just done with. I would rather retire. Yeah, it's like being a, it's like uh, being the last uh, boyfriend uh, before a woman uh, decides to to be with <laughs> ladies for the rest of her life. <laughs> wow, I did that. I'm, he's good. I'm, he's good for about a year. He's good for a year rental. The first year in Philly, he was good. First year in Dallas, that's true. He, was he typically good. has in yeah. San Fran with Steve Young. He was good. You know, Buffalo. Buffalo. But again, the thing that the the takeaway message Louis, is the takeaway message is is that uh, wow, Randy Moss. If 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 this yeah. is if our opinion and all three of us, is, uh, it seems collectively we agree that the order goes To then Plaxico. And and then Randy Moss. So you're mm-hmm. behind a a guy who just did two years in the pokey, and a guy who, like you say, ruins uh, quarterbacks. And we, we'd rather have either one of those guys than we would Randy Moss at this point. What's Moss doing now? Do you think he's trying to break into the Patriots' workouts? <laughs> he's he's he, so desperate to go back. He he's be, like, he, hey guys, yeah. Can he, they, do, I, do you mind if I work out with yeah, him? Yeah, he must can be I disgusted. Player Actually, leading you know, a player organized a workout yeah. there in New England. You're not. Team. I gotta oh, tell you, Prince, guys. Real quick, I am gonna change my answer. That's not my final what? answer. My answer is Plaxico because of the point I just made. I just said that I would like to have Plaxico and the Steelers. I would not like to have To there because obviously chemistry is a fragile thing. I wouldn't want To in that locker room disrupting things. But does would, it matter? But does it matter which team it is? Because would it? When you're looking at yeah, a team I guess like so, St. Because Louis, that's what I, yeah, a team that's pretty close already, I wouldn't want to drop T.O. into that mix because it, uh, it might destroy things. It might mm-hmm. undo some, some good in the locker room. Plaxico hasn't seen the field in two years, nor has Limus Swede. You have Plaxico on your team already in Limus Swede. They're the same guy right now. You are, I think, uh, a little bit loco. I don't think that, <laughs> I, 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 I think you need glasses to uh, to sharpen your vision a little bit if you think that Lima, Swede, and Plaxico. But, but are what the I'm same saying guy. is, how out of how out of shape can Plaxico be right now? Like, he, yeah, he can lift all the weights he wants, but he's not running routes. He's not running sprints. Lima, Swede, and Plaxico Burris caught uh, roughly the same number of passes in the last two seasons. Right. Right, Lima Sweet is what the point is. Lima Sweet is, is a bum. <laughs> Plaxico, yeah, you're it's talking an, about it's a, an exaggeration, but my point is that the Plaxico hasn't is not in shape at all. Cardiovas- cardiovascular shape is not where it needs to be. All right, well, how, and, so what's and, and how many? How and he's what is he? Thirty four now. Thirty. He's thirty four, yeah, but, he, but he hasn't had that wear and tear in his body. He hasn't been. But how, how, depending on how long the lockout goes, he can't re-sign with anybody. When is he going to start getting in shape? To, to hit the field and be productive if he goes Does to Does he Steelers. need to? He made Eli Manning look legitimate, for crying out loud. He's fine. <laughs> they, and they also have these things uh, called treadmills these days. Yeah, you know, I got that. Yeah, he yeah, could yeah, probably do that. can go, and it makes you run and everything. Uh, you know, you could just do that. I'd be nervous with plaques. I'd be nervous with plaques. 
Well, listen, I don't think anyone is. Uh, but I know, think, yeah, I think it depends. Like you said, it depends. Any one of those three guys is the most desirable. But, you know, I think they're all going to be. I, I agree with uh, I do agree with people. I always I, I'm always amazed when when you hear the uh, the pundits talk about this. And actually, it finally seems the worm finally seems to have turned because I'm not hearing a lot of people saying, I don't think there are any NFL teams out there that will touch Plaxico. But as recently as Mike Vick, people were saying, I, who who would possibly take him on their team? Oh, yeah, they'll line up to get him. There will be plenty of suitors for uh, for a ne'er-do-well, and there always will be with, uh, with these professional teams. T.O. wants a ring. That's the only thing he doesn't have right now. You don't think he'll, he would go to Pittsburgh and be a class act good citizen, good player to get that ring with Ben Roethlisberger and a quality team around him? I think he would try to, but then what what always gets in the way for him, and by the way, he never commits crimes or anything. He's, no. he's like Ocho Cinco. He's, right. he's just loco. His ego is the sure. issue. It's not that he, he's he's bad in society, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's just that, that he thinks his, his ego makes it so that he thinks that he's the best option at any given time, and so then that cre- creates acrimony in the locker room with the with the QBs and such. Mm-hmm. Um now, rank great pick six on NFL dot com. Thank um, you. With the uh, you don't even know which one I'm talking about. It doesn't matter because it's just nice <laughs> to hear a nice comment. All right. about the pick six for a change. Now listen, <laughs> why <laughs> two eighty Park West uh, headquarters? Uh, two eighty uh, commenters, pretty much. Really? All right. Well, listen, I liked you off of uh, LeBron's big choke in uh, in Game Four of the Finals. Um, your list of biggest playoff chokes. Mm-hmm. And um, to me, I would like to make mention of this very quickly. The most overstated choke in NFL history is the Scott Norwood kick. Yes. Well, that one always makes me crazy when people, you know, hate Scott Norwood. Oh, and he choked. It's a 42-yard field goal. 47. 47-yard field goal. That's right. Yeah, 47-yard field goal. Go and stand out. I did it when we were at the Super Bowl. Um, in February, I went out and stood on at, at Cowboy Stadium. I stood there to look at what a 47-yard field goal really looks like. Mm-hmm. And, it, I mean, you know, it ain't jive. That's for yeah, sure. It's far. You know, it's. I know, obviously, it's his profession and everything. But uh, that, that, that doesn't stand out to me as a choke, you know. That, that yeah. was a, a long kick. Anyway, so. Ernest so, Spiner, too, also stands out for me, too, because if you look at the play, of the fumble, I'm talking about the 87 AFC Championship game. I don't I think remember was, what year that was, but yeah, I think it was second the one in a row. One. Yeah, second year in a row where the but, Browns lost to to uh, Elway and company. Yes, and if if Webster Slaughter makes the block, Ernest Biner walks into the end zone. And secondly, that would have only have tied the game. You know, Elway would have won it anyways. So it, it's not like it's not like that would have been. Is that the, right? Yeah, they it would only have would have tied, tied the game. Yeah. Huh? I don't remember that detail. And then Elway would have came in and they would have won it for him. So it, what would it have mattered? Well, how about Elway, a guy who doesn't get mentioned very often mm-hmm. as a choker because of what, uh, you know, but if it isn't for um, um, Ter- uh, Terrell Davis coming in mm-hmm. at the end and, you know, John Elway wasn't the linchpin to that offense at that point. If he doesn't do that, then El- history remembers Elway very differently. But, yes. of course, he was uh, he was clutch in the AFC playoffs always, but he, in the Super Bowls, would flame out horribly and Awful. did so twice at least, right? Or did he go to three Super Bowls? Lost two Super Bowls, but in horrific fashion. Mm-hmm. At least. Against, against the Giants got and against the, by the Niners, Smoked them. And, 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 the- and the Redskins. And the Giants. That's right. Yeah, so he was so terrible so. in three Super Bowls. So he's a guy who deserves uh, some more discredit. Two of those were really good teams. The Redskins team, eh, I don't know. 
Well, uh, yeah, but I mean, they were, but of course, the those Elway teams were pretty good too. But yep. the thing that we were deprived of, the nation was deprived of. How great would that have been? A uh, Steelers Browns AFC title game. Ooh. That would have been sweet. That would have been nice. Um, also, look on uh, NFL.com. Milner, did you get the final yeah. results there? Necktie for our linebacker, what team we did. Last week, we talked about what franchise had the best uh, and what division and everything else had the best quarterbacks in history, which, you know, the same yep. way, the same way USC is tailback you and Penn State is linebacker you, which is the best QB franchise in, in NFL history. And uh, we decided on the Packers for that one. Who and then we brought up linebackers. I, this had to be a run. It was it was a it was a two team race. It was a, it was two, a two team race. Who was the second team? The Giants. Yes, the Giants. The Bears edged out the Steelers. They did not. <laughs> they did. That's absolutely. I thought not it would true. be the Giants. The Bears edged out the Steelers in our poll. On the on the poll, then no more polls. Uh, no more polls. I'm sorry. <laughs> and that, that's it. And we're not doing any more polls if that's true because I no longer have any faith in oh, NFL.com users. That that's. Is that true? Yes. What were the percentages? I got to go get the final numbers and percentages, but it was a two-team race by far, and the Bears edged out the Steelers. What an outrage. That is absurd. How could any – I mean, that really – that's not a homer. That's not me looking at the at the world through black and gold glasses. And no, no love for the Chiefs. The Bears. The, the Chiefs were the lowest voted team, which was surprising to me. Right. Singletary. I mean, they, yeah. All right. So they have good. So we can we can list off some good uh, some good uh, guys there. But that's absolutely Ooh. ridiculous. How could you be? I mean, I was Jack Ham, Jack Lambert, Andy Russell. So the the linebacking. Ooh, core speaking that had... of linebackers on the Steelers, yeah. Look uh, look for a uh, a new addition, a talking ball with uh, with uh, Mr. Lamar Woodley. Lamar Woodley. Oh, so, so talking ball got another great guest. <laughs> <laughs> Who did we get? Yes, thank you to Chris Law, the producer. And, uh, <laughs> no thanks to Necktie Milner for not getting Lamar Woodley here on, uh, on this show. All right, listen. Uh, <laughs> big number six uh, of the Dave Damashek football program. Coming up next week, in between, though, on Sunday night, be on the lookout for uh, me and Rank kibitzing about, uh, what, what is it this week? It's 31 to 40. I've checked out. NFL top 100 list. We're going to be doing that. So be on the lookout for that. Of course, please, uh, we appreciate if you subscribe on iTunes to uh, to the program, thanks to Necktie. I'm not sure for what. Thanks, Rank, Dave. all sorts of curmudgeonly stuff out of you. <laughs> I don't know what gives with that. But uh, but anyway, listen, we'll be back for more fun later on. But in the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.